This reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head and... Uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. And I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the RJ Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios, it's the RJ Podcast, episode 74. I'm Brian. <clears throat> I am Spencer. You can find us at the RJ Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or the RJPodcast.com. This episode brought to you by... Cold Case Talk. And the letter K. A brand new podcast from our friend Jake. You remember Jake? I do. Attorney Jake McFarlane Esquire. <laughs> uh, he's got a new podcast with his firm called Cold Case Talk. Uh, they're talking about a cold case from uh, Utah. A murder that Henry Lee Lucas confessed to, but then we may or may not find out that he did not do it. you got to listen. <laughs> You're going to have to listen. Cold Case Talk. Uh, uh Speaking of um, firm, I weighed myself the other day, <laughs> <laughs> and I am at 295 pounds, All right, which may be the fattest I've ever been. You know, we talked about this maybe like 60 episodes ago, <laughs> you were going to start something, and we were going to... We're going to check in from time to time? Yeah. Are we going to start that again? Probably. I'll probably do it with everyone else at the uh, after New Year's. It's a hard time to start. By the way, out in February. <laughs> yeah, it is December the 19th, by the way. On this day in history. We recorded this episode because we haven't been here for three weeks. Yes. In 1972, on this day in history, Apollo 17 returns to the Earth. Uh, that was the last time a human set foot on the moon. Yay, humans! Yeah, How why, cool are why we? Haven't we gone back just because we don't need to? I don't know. Probably because we were never there. <gasps> dun dun dun! Uh, Speaking of never being there, Michael Jackson's dad <laughs> was never really there for him. That's true. And as a result, he had a weird childhood, and uh, to that uh, extent, a, a weird adulthood. Uh, this week and last week, I watched the HBO no. two-part series. I told you not to watch it. Leaving Never- Neverland. Now, I've never really been a Michael Jackson fan. I don't really care for his his music that, that much. Is I just don't. Just I'm sorry. Abhorrent. Whatever. It's a horrible thing to say. I don't care for the Beatles either. Yeah, uh, I know. And that's just <laughs> as bad. But uh, he. Uh, I can only watch. I can only watch one part of that. He's a rapist, and. Um, you should watch the second part because no, I actually almost got emotional when they were talking at the end. I and, can't, um, man, I can't. Yeah, so, uh, not he 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 was not a great dude. I I don't know how to feel about it. All right, for those of you who don't know, sex abuse is weighs heavily on my mind a lot. In fact, I'm in the in the process of making a podcast about sex abuse. Mm-hmm. It's in the works, so that's why I haven't really made a formal announcement. But <laughs> nevertheless... A sex abuse announcement? Yes. I'm, I'm, well, I'm doing a podcast. Anyway, I just... The Michael Jackson thing is, is just... It's difficult for a lot of reasons. Why? Oh, for one, you know, he was accused when he was alive. 
mm-hmm. and he was acquitted. He paid people off, and now he's accused when he's dead. Uh, it's I have seen. I didn't go searching, uh-huh. but I have seen some things that poke holes in those men's story. Like I can't. I think one of them was that like uh, when they claimed to be at the train station at Neverland Ranch mm-hmm. that hadn't been built yet. Mm. Be that as it may, they were young kids, right? And it's possible that the year was confused. Yeah, if you, you watch know? that second part, I don't think you'll have as many. Uh... Well, I'm not saying. I'm just not. I can't. You can't. I just can't judge one way or the other. I I, I understand. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't believe them. Right. Right. But I'm also not saying I don't believe Michael. You know what I mean? Does that makes sense. I don't believe Michael. He's, I just he, look. He's a weird dude all, all around. I'm I mean, not. He's, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying he's not. He's you know? into. He's into boys. He always had boys around him, like little boys. I think. Yeah, you're right. And I'm the. There's a really, really good chance that that it's true. Mm-hmm. Like a very good chance that right. it's true. And you bring up a point about his childhood. He didn't have one, so I think he was stuck. You know uh, what I mean? I think he was stuck in that uh... childhood with with the testosterone right. of a man. I'm not making excuses right. no, for sex I, abuse. I, I hear what you're saying. I, I, you know, I... <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. It was going to be really, really bad, though. So, um, anyway, don't watch it. It's don't actually it. horrific. Because uh, it's... the details that they get into are... And it does warn you before. It's like, hey, they are... this is going to get mother graphic. They're unnecessary at best. The, well, the details. Uh, I don't know. The details are not necessary, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the specifics of what he is alleged to have done in terms of, like, we're talking explicit descriptions. Mm-hmm. Aren't, they're not, I don't, I don't find them necessary. I don't, it doesn't add credibility. It doesn't, it doesn't add anything other than shock value to the story. And, I I'm not going to blame a sex abuse victim for anything that they do, but I wonder how that helps them cope to tell that explicit of a story to a camera. I'm just mm. not quite there on understanding it. Mm. Nevertheless, yeah, I'm know. not a victim, so I don't have a lot of room to stand here. Do you want to be? <laughs> I'm going to take that out. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we have missed a lot. Yes, um, a lot has been happening in the last few weeks, and I will have to say the biggest thing that happened in the last few weeks is the Peloton ad <laughs> controversy. <laughs> Go ahead, explain that. What's well, happening? Uh, I uh, I actually witnessed this ad before the controversy, and you know, being a normal m- middle of the road American person, I thought absolutely nothing of it <laughs> at all. I just thought it was an exercise commercial, right. which I sort of uh, tuned out because, I mean, look at me, 295 <laughs> pounds. Um, and then all of a sudden, they're getting nominated for boner of the day, and they're getting trashed by the ultra-liberals, and I'm just like, is this is this really happening? Do you think that... <sighs> Do you think that uh, the boner of the day has kind of sold out to, you know, the masses? I feel like the boner of the day, by the way, we're talking about a local radio station. A local radio station. That does boner of the day on their morning show. And I feel like the boner of the day is funny and it's, you know, it's definitely their shtick, their thing. Yeah. But it used to be like stories that people hadn't heard about. 
and now it's like headline news. Yeah, is now well, the boner of the day. You're right. Sometimes they do. They 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 um they get all their stories from the same place right. as, as I do slash. Or really all morning shows because they have a, a a show prep program that brings up all the all the stuff and you can sort it out and you know, you know find it really easy. To? No, I'm sure he used to. Bill used to use newspapers. Yeah, when I so I worked for the station for a little bit. Yeah, and Richie T, the producer, uh, and the interns would get there before all of them with all the newspapers and they would highlight right stories for them, which was really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, so but anyway, but they I also have six a day now. So oh, do they really? They, yeah. See, I don't listen to that morning show, not for any personal reason. I just don't because I'm listening to NPR or I'm already at work. Right. But um, I I didn't. So they do six. Yeah. Two rounds. Wow. It's basically the whole show. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> anyway, um, so the Peloton ad. Uh, in the ad, I'm sure, I'm sure everyone's heard about this. I, you know. But maybe not. not. In the ad, um, there's a married couple, and um, they uh, the husband for Christmas buys his wife a Peloton, which is a it's an exercise it's a bike, bike with a TV. Version. Like it's nothing right. special. It's just overpriced exercise equipment, like right. like most exercise equipment. Because really, you could just go running, and it would be the, anyway. Right. I digress. Um, and uh, she works, she, and, and she's already in shape and super attractive. And you know, you know, right away I pictured them boning right there on the Peloton. But um, <laughs> Peloton, Peloton, Pelabone, <laughs> Pelabone. There yeah, you go. That's uh, that's that's, that's a awesome. New, it's a new thing I'm starting up. So, uh, don't Google it. Um, so I bet I bet there's a porno name that it's gotta be. There's gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, she works out for a year, basically looks the same, and then she's all like, oh, thank you so much for getting me the Peloton. I want to blow you, blah, blah, blah. And uh, and that's it? That's it. Have you not seen the ad? I feel like I've seen a clip of it to maybe during like the uh, when I was watching the impeachment and <laughs> go to a commercial or something. But what's what's everybody pissed about? Here, I think this is it right here. Um, okay, you ready? Now. They're mad because they oh, use this song in the background. <laughs> right, first ride. I'm a little nervous, but excited. Let's do this. Five days in a row. You surprised? I am. They're mad about her lipstick. Really? No. Oh. That was totally worth it. Let's go, Grace and Boston. 50 rides. She's so happy. A year ago, I didn't realize how much this would change me. Thank you. She's just got those blowjob eyes. Peloton. Oh, my God. I'm terrible. Anyway, that's the ad. What? So, right off the bat, anything that you're just like, no, no, no. Other than they didn't list the price. <laughs> Why didn't they list the price? That's because if they list the price, you can't afford it, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so people are upset because he gave her an exercise machine for Christmas, and it's sexist. Oh, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> that's thin. Like that's thin. I think Peloton manufactured this crisis and it's working wonders for them uh, maybe they planted maybe this. Yep. but uh, no they didn't because there's nothing wrong with the freaking ad it's true this so what if his wife wanted a freaking peloton she, and she's she clearly did she yeah, did it for like, a year oh my straight God, peloton! she didn't Woo! come home like what is this bullshit? stan's gonna beat me what is this? i don't write it today i know <laughs> 
Like, what's the deal? I don't understand. I don't. I, I, this is when the left is just like, this is, this is why people hate and call them snowflakes, the left, because right. of this crap. This is so stupid. What? So stupid. So, I mean, I, I really, like I said, I didn't follow the controversy a lot. It was literally just that. Yes. That a man gave a woman an exercise bike. Yeah. Okay. All right. I whatever. I <laughs> It's amazing. That's I What if she gave it to him? Would that be Would that be okay? No. What if they showed a clip <laughs> like a clip of him using it as well? Maybe that would go a little bit better. She, I don't think it, I don't think it matters because it's stupid. It's nothing wrong with the freaking ad. Right. No this uh, 2 years ago this wouldn't have been on anybody's radar. No. Like she wants to be fit like and they're like well she's already fit. Like s- yeah. So fit people want to get more fit. Yeah, they stay that way because and Peloton's going to make it easier cuz it's got a TV on it or something. Yeah, I'm not I'm not following this. I one, don't know, man. man. It's the biggest load of what if slow he, news day ever. What if he bought her a year subscription to Weight Watchers? <laughs> is that is th- that then, especially if they made an ad about it, it's, you know. It's not like he prefaced it with, "Dear honey, you look like you've gained some weight and I don't <laughs> yeah. get with no fat chicks." Yeah. So get your butt on the peloton. <laughs> get on the peloton. If you want the peloton, <laughs> you're gonna need to get on the peloton. Get on the peloton. Uh, I don't know, man. I guess uh, if I'm wrong, let me know. Anyway, I want to move on from such nonsense. So, what what do you have? Let's move to the Gestapo, the SS, also known as uh, ICE here in I, the United I States. I have been watching another documentary <laughs> about World War II. Um, so ICE pulled a fast one on Ice T. On some students. Um, when you think of people pursuing not just higher education, but uh, actually like graduate degrees, mm-hmm. are those people that we would like to contribute to our country, to the fabric yeah. of society? Yeah. They're not, for the most part, uh, rapists and murderers. Not typically, no. Bringing uh, drugs and members of the cartel. Uh, no. Well, ICE. In fact, we have a real problem with uh, STEM jobs here in the U.S. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a lack, yeah, yeah. But, well, I guess ICE immigration uh, and customs enforcement were a little bored in Michigan. Had some extra funding uh, they, from the they, Trump administration. They couldn't find any Canadians crossing or they couldn't stop uh, yeah. the Americans from stop, uh, crossing uh, yeah. crossing the border. They legally. had they had too Wait, many. Come back here. <laughs> they had they had too many men on the lake, so they they stole some money from the Air Force or something and came up with this idea. Wait, they stole money from the Air Force. I don't Force. know, oh. but it came from somewhere. They created the University of Farmington, which was a a graduate school. Okay. In Michigan, in STEM, uh, targeting um, Asians and, and Indians more specifically. Okay. Okay. They they had a motto called "Knowledge and Work." They were that's on, a really bad motto. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, it said "Scientia et Labor" in in Latin, which means knowledge and work. Yeah, whatever. Um, they had they were on accredited websites. As a legit university. This has to be illegal. They were on 
um, the Homeland Security website, website as a legit university. And so 250 students um, applied for admission to this graduate school. Mm-hmm. And were then subsequently arrested and deported from the country because they were here illegally pursuing a higher education. How do you how does how do you do that? I have no idea. I don't okay. it doesn't say well, let's see here. Like I'm still kind of in the dark as to how undocumented people get driver's license and and Well, and... some states that's legal. But here's yeah, here's know, the but... people who actually got arrested. So the the uh people who were here um illegally were deported most of them left voluntarily to go back to their home country because they knew they could find decent work there uh-huh. but which is my point they could have been contributing to stem jobs in the united yeah. states yeah um but seven or i'm sorry yeah there were eight recruiters seven of them were sent to prison the recruiters were recruiting these people to come to this fake university so they too were duped these recruiters thought this was a legit university but they got arrested for recruiting illegal immigrants. Oh. Right? What do you think? How do you feel about this this move by ICE? It seems like there's got to be something illegal about this. Plus, that is a really expensive way to get rid of people that don't really need to be gotten rid of. of, of, of. Yeah. Um, I just wonder... Of the amount of, of my tax dollars that go towards fighting uh, immigration uh, or not fighting immigration but uh, reforming immigration or protecting us from dangerous mm-hmm. outsiders, so to speak, this one strikes a, a nerve at the audacity of the Trump administration and ICE under his authority. Why are we targeting graduate students? If anything, we should create this fake university, have them show up to orientation and say, we're giving all of you legal status. Please stay here. Use your knowledge to make this country better. Because one of the problems we have are students from other nations getting visas to come here to study. And then we don't let them stay. And so they take their knowledge they learned here in the United States. Here, our professors taught them, and they take it back to their country to use it. I don't understand this. It's just like when they go to, like, a meat packing plant and arrest all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Someone's got to pack the meat. Right. And if they're packing meat, they're not dealing drugs, right? They're not the rapists. They're in there packing meat. So why are we spending money targeting not only working people at a meat packing plant or people pursuing a higher education. I would I would rather have a border wall than have the Gestapo do shit like this. That is pretty Gestapo-y, isn't it? I mean, I don't I'm not a lawyer. I feel like this borders on entrapment somehow, you know? I, I feel like this can't be legal. Like this is I mean, they went to the lengths of putting it on the Homeland Security website as a legit university. I don't it doesn't make any sense. Why are we targeting these people? They're here to learn. We have the best universities. They know that. So they come here to learn, and we're like, now get the fuck out. We don't want you here. We want white people to learn. That's it. 
Maybe that's hyperbolic. I'm just saying. I'm actually not that upset about them arresting the recruiters. Because I feel like what they were doing... Sure. They were targeting. Was... uh, Probably because they're cash. Plus they're in sales, so they're probably told... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's a I don't know how the uh, college recruiting industry works, but I would imagine if you're not It says they got over $250,000 in kickbacks. So if they're not if they're not I'm I'm assuming if you're a student who's not here legally, you can't qualify for loans and stuff like that. Correct. Um maybe there are universities who do give loans, but it wouldn't be backed by like um they wouldn't be subsidized by the government. I don't know how that works. But you're right. They could have been these recruiters could have been targeting illegal immigrants to exploit them because they pay cash. Maybe I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, have you read all of this? <laughs> I, I mean, I uh, haven't read the entire article. The Washington Post, as the Post has previously reported, prosecutors argued in the court documents unsealed earlier this year, the students were all aware that the school was a fraud. They allegedly chose to enroll anyway because doing so would allow them to remain in the country on F-1 non-immigrant one visas, which allow foreign citizens to temporarily uh, reside in the United States while studying. So did the people setting up the thing know that? I, I, I don't – I don't know. No. The students? No. The ICE. Did they realize that they were granting them all visas? <laughs> I don't know. It's ICE. I just think this was a, you know, a, a freaking crackpot idea thought up in a dark room by some red hat wearing white guy that's like, how can I get these Indians out of Michigan, you know, right. or out of the country? Like, I just, it doesn't make any sense. These are the people we should be welcoming. Fine. You don't want to read the Statue of Liberty poem? The wretched and the poor, fine. Well, now we have people who are smart, who are trying to stay here. <laughs> they, took, a, they took our job. They're trying to earn I'm gonna a living. Work, I'm going to work in tech one day as soon as I'm done working as a – no. I don't. Just justify this for me, Christians. All right? Just tell me how this is. This makes sense to They'll you. They'll do it. Careful. That's yeah, true. I'm a Christian, for those who wonder. I just don't understand. <sighs> Thank you. Speaking Thank of you, Christians. Midwest. Oh, are you done with that? Yeah. Uh, what's your take on the $100 billion? Ooh, That's a hot button issue. Is it? Yes, that's big, big news. I, is it weird knowing me that I don't really care? That it doesn't really bother me that much? Um, it dep- I mean, it depends on your level of apathy, I guess. I don't blame people for being apathetic. There's a lot of stuff going well, on. Well, I think it's kind of silly that they're not helping more people. Sure. When, I think that's the point. I think that it's weird that they're stockpiling money for the apocalypse. <laughs> that is the that is the point of the complaint is that uh, you should have been paying taxes that, on this. Well, you know how I feel about the church and sure. being tax exempt. Uh, I think any time they open their mouth and say, uh, give a position on a political right uh, argument, which they should lose their exemption. Should, but among the which they did recently beat Hedub. Yeah, among the uh, the humanitarian, besides the humanitarian point, that's that's a big that's a big one, you know. So, for people who don't know, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, headquartered in Salt Lake City, Mormons, okay, uh, they 
a whistleblower who's a member of the church who works for one of their accounting firms um, revealed that they have an account with over $100 billion in it. So just to put that in context, there are 15 million members of the church. Um, They pay tithing. That's where this money comes from, except the bulk of it now comes probably from interest uh, earned, capital gains. So to put it in uh, perspective, the church, uh, according to the the report, takes in about $7 billion a year in donations, in tithing. And they spend about six billion in operating costs mm-hmm. and charity, um, which leaves them with one billion dollars a year. Right. Uh, so they've kind of kept that money, invested it, uh, earned money on it, not paid taxes on it, invested it into businesses, non-charity, um, which should be taxed. And that's the big that's the big problem. Now that's the legal. Problem. The legal problem is that they are mandated to not only pay taxes on things they might give to a non-charity, but they should also they're also mandated to use that money for charity. Which there's a case to be made that they're not using it for charity because it's sitting there earning interest, a hundred billion dollars. Well, can you say can you say well we're going to use it someday for charity? We're saving up for a big charity. That's what they've said. Is that their argument is. Um, essentially that it's a rainy day fund, that this yeah. is the end of the world or the second coming of Christ is when this money will be used, which... Did you see in the report where he said, uh, or the video that with the guy, he said the church is self-sustaining, that they don't need to take tithing anymore? No, they could self-sustain just on the interest. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was talking with Mark, listener of the show, uh-huh. you know, on Facebook. I, I posted this gif of a calculator because it was very, very funny. When I first read the article, I pulled up my calculator on my phone, and I divided a hundred billion by fifteen million, which is the rough membership. I don't. Maybe it's more. Maybe it's less. I don't know. I just did fifteen million because that's what I thought. The result is six thousand six hundred sixty-six dollars and sixty-six cents. Dun dun dun. Per member, and I thought that was very funny. <laughs> so, um, so I posted it, and and Mark uh, commented on there that. This is kind of what the church teaches, which is savings for a rainy day. And I said, I agree. I agree. And it doesn't surprise me that the church has a nest egg. What I'm talking about, though, is that this is a a nest planet. A hundred billion dollars is, to put it in context, which I did for him, if you earned a million dollars a year, it would take you 100,000 years to earn that much money. Right. So, I, you know, we could sit here and post argument, counter-argument, all day long, but the church's statement was that first of all, we do contribute to charity. The counter argument is it's very minimal when you know how much money you have now, mm-hmm. relative, and that we're saving this for the end of the world. Which the counter argument is, why would currency have any value? At I, the end I of was the world? wondering about that. And and also, at what point do we declare that the end of the world is happening? Because right. for some people. Say Yemen, this is the end of the world. The worst famine in human history is happening in Yemen right now, and this hundred billion dollars could probably—they don't probably worship the right God. (laughs) Sorry, I—I think the church is very charitable. They do a lot of good. 
but now it's minimized. Yeah, isn't it's it only all, like 40 million a year? Yes, it's all relative. <laughs> so one report, we could be wrong, correct us if we are, that we saw was that the church donates roughly $40 million a year. Just to put it in context, $1 billion, $1 billion is a million a thousand times. All right? They have a hundred of those in one account that we know about. That we know about. One account that we know about. That this, the, the, this church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, is the only church, mainstream church, that is not transparent. Yeah. Depending on the country. In some countries it is by law. Like I think it is in New Zealand. The mm-hmm. church has to be transparent. Um, so, no, I... Don't forget, they also have a bucket load of assets because they pay cash for all their buildings. For everything, right. And, you know, the the entire complaint was pretty long, but what I understand is that they invested this money, which was meant for charity. It was given to them by members for charity, was invested into things like City Creek Mall. Right. And into another for-profit business. I can't remember what it is now, um, which is the problem. The problem is if you're going to invest in something for-profit like City Creek Mall, you need to pay taxes. It just... So... Uh, Behind whatever it, it it just seems kind of seedy. Oh, in general, yeah. To just be sitting on that much money when you have when you're based in a city that has a homeless problem, and uh, you yeah. you you know the the a lot of the LDS buildings in in third world countries like they don't have air conditioning. They're right. dumbed down buildings. Yeah. Um, I mean, are with a hundred billion dollars. They could literally rebuild nations. Yeah, the, the where yeah, well, where the majority of their member base is if, now. If I remember right, you and I have given Jeff Bezos shit on this show <laughs> for not contributing more to charity. Yeah, and he is a for-profit entity himself, worth what seventy billion, I think. Uh-huh. So this this That's is a charity. This is a church organization that has a hundred billion dollars. So another context point for you here. I was listening to Radio West on NPR, I think two years ago. $110 billion, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Jesus, doubled. Okay. Um, I was listening to NPR. Radio West had a guy on, it was like a couple years ago, talking about what he thought the value of the church was. Uh, he wrote a book. He was a member of the church. He's written a few exposés that, have, that got him excommunicated, but he's still a believer. Mm-hmm. But his high estimate at the time during the show was $30 billion. That was his high estimate based on his research. Right. This one account, this one company, Enzyme, has a hundred billion in it. Cash, liquid assets. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> that is an absurd amount of money. Absolutely absurd. And we're poor members of the church, even here in Utah, have to go do things that are as uh like going to like the bishop's storehouse to get food because they're poor. Yeah. Which is a great program. Mm-hmm. But the reason they're going to the bishop's storehouse is because they couldn't pay tithing. I know. I've, right? I've so heard a few, I, a few of those stories. So were... they're, going, they're going to their bishop, their leader of their ward, saying, I'm unable to pay tithing. The bishop says, how can I help you pay your tithing? Well, you could buy my groceries for a month. Okay. Go talk to the Relief Society president. Here's your sheet of what you can get at the bishop's storehouse. That should allow you then to pay tithing next month, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. 
Now we know that money's going into a hundred billion dollar pot. And these people have to, I mean, I, look, I'm not, I'm not saying, I love the Bishop's storehouse. I love that it's there. Yeah. But imagine living in the society we do and, and going there to get your food. How hard that would be. Mm-hmm. And then finding out later that, you know, in fact, the church has plenty of money. Yeah. Plenty of money. The, the laws, the laws have, sacrifice, you, fine. I get it. You have to pay tithing to get into heaven. Right. I understand the law of sacrifice. I understand that that's important. And you can learn a lot from sacrifice. Right? I'm sure that the Romneys all learned a lot from sacrifice. That's the problem. These people who are that poor, who do need this help, you're telling me they're not sacrificing? You know? It's it's a very, very hard discussion to have from a spiritual and a... Uh, uh, I I also think social it's uh, kind of uh, baloney, if you will, <laughs> yeah. that they still make the missionaries pay for their own missions. All this stuff is going to come up. I have a prediction. Let's put it on the prediction list. Depending on how much steam this story continues to gather, the church has an excellent PR and lawyer department. They do. Um, My prediction is that if this story continues to gather steam and controversy, that the church will direct funds given for charity to be handled at a more local level the way that, say, fast offerings are. So fast offerings are uh, once-a-month Mormons fast for two meals, and they take the money they would have spent on those meals and they donate it in the form of what's called a fast offering, which goes to their local ward, just their neighborhood. My prediction is that the church is going to say more of that money needs to go to that section of the church. Okay. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know... If it's going to be a, a revelation or just a a new thing, but they're gonna, I think they're going to stop putting money into that huge nest egg and say, let's distribute it more. The locally. nest egg that's self-sustaining and yes, they could take out a billion and pay for all their missionaries and yeah. And... I mean, <laughs> listen, I, the interest on a million dollars per year. Is livable for a family. Yeah, isn't it like seventy thousand or something? Yeah, it's seven percent. Yeah, right. At seven percent, seventy thousand. That's a million dollars. They have a hundred thousand times that. Yes, it's self-sustaining. The church <laughs> is completely self-sustaining at this point. They do not need any more money. I don't know what could possibly go wrong that could cost a hundred billion dollars, where a hundred billion dollars would still be a thing, right? <laughs> I mean, unless they have $100 billion worth of gold and cigarettes, which is going to be the real currency (laughs) when shit hits the fan. No, it won't be cigarettes. It'll be vape cartridges. Vape cartridges. (laughs) You know, I find out that the church has a stockpile of vape cartridges. It wouldn't surprise me. I, you know, I, I, I was blown away that I knew they had a lot of money. Yeah. I, I was blown away that it was this amount. Yeah. And uh, I I like to put things in context, in perspective. The Catholic Church, much, much bigger church. The biggest church in the world next to, uh, I think, Islam. Right. Is worth $40 billion. Oh, that's it? $40 billion. They have a lot of members. And these, everyone's Catholic. In one account, the church has $100 billion. 
It's wow. alarming. It's alarming, and everybody should be a little alarmed by it and wonder why. Why? <laughs> why? Tell tell us what you plan to do with it. You know, because oh like, my gosh, like I said, for some people, the end of the world is happening right now. There are people in really bad, shitty situations. There are more refugees on the planet than ever in history. More people displaced by war and famine than ever any other time in history. If there was a time to use this money, it is now. And it's self-sustaining. Yeah. So the number of Mormons is 14.8 million. So it's- 57% live outside the U.S., so, uh, any guess on, so, 14, almost 15 million Mormons, LDS, Turkish, whatever they're called now, uh, and they have $100 billion in liquid assets. You say the Catholic Church has $40 billion in liquid assets. Any guess on their membership? Uh, the Catholic Church? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say $2.5 billion. Uh, uh, quite a bit of $1.2 billion. $1.2 billion. That's, that's. A thousand times more right. than the church. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. <laughs> than the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And that's Catholics, right? That uh-huh. doesn't include uh, Protestants, right? Like, so when you, when you combine Christianity, the, the number is crazy. Right. The amount of money is crazy. Think of what the Catholic Church is going through right now. The amount of money they're spending on defending... They're priests and bishops. Uh huh. The amount of money they're spending on PR. Maybe that's what they're saving it for. <laughs> and they still have this amount. And the church has a more than double. It's crazy. So I'm not trying to bash the religion. I'm just saying that's a lot of money that people need to put into context. You need to have perspective as to how much money that really is. How much good could that money be doing, really? Not the measly $40 million per year. Well, moving on to cheerier topics, of course. Um, You brought it up, man. I know. (laughs) I just, I I was just surprised that I didn't really care about it. I'm just like, okay. I knew they had a lot of money. I did too. I just didn't know it was that much. And, yeah. Anyway. Um, So, apparently, a couple days ago, uh, there was a peach. And like on a tree or something, and somebody it's picked like it and it got peach. in peach. It was like a peach mint, like a mint peach. flavored peach, peach mint, or a yeah. peach flavored mint. An in peach. Is, <laughs> is that a Ben and Jerry's flavor? <laughs> it's gonna be it probably in will peach be, huh? mint. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it definitely will be. Yes, proof of concept right here. <laughs> gonna sue him. Uh, yeah. So impeachment rundown. Let's give everybody uh, that maybe doesn't follow. This is, this is okay. Listen, before we talk about this, I have been kind of avoiding watching a lot of it. Sure. Um, I've kind of been, I've been blocking people on Facebook. <laughs> now, it's not because I don't want to hear their opinion. It's because I don't. I'm having this an issue. I don't like their opinion. <laughs> I, well, I'm just having. This no. has never happened to me in my life before. Sure. Where I am starting to dislike these people that I'm friends with, that I've had a lot of experiences with, that I've spent a lot of time with, but they post vote Trump 2020, and sure. it makes me cringe, and it makes me it makes me look down on them, right. and it makes me angry, and I don't like it. It's confusing. It, it to to say it best. It's confusing it when you see people who. 
you view as uh, intelligent, um, stable people <laughs> um, posting support for a man that has done such abhorrent things in his life. I I never felt this way about Bush, Obama, Clinton. Granted, I was like eight when he was in this office. Is... But I – and I think I think one of the things that bugs me the most about the Trump movement is the symbols, like the, the MAGA hat. Yeah. The I have never seen this before. The constant rallies. Well, that – yeah. And people's like wearing the shirts – and on Xbox, when I'm playing games, people's gamer tags are Trump or MAGA. I've never, ever, ever seen yeah. this before, except for Nazi Germany. Right. Except in, <laughs> I, I'm yeah. sorry, but in I'm being 19, serious. Yeah, 1923 like, is the last time we saw something like Hitler this. Hitler ran on Make Germany Great Again, right. just so you guys know. Yes, yeah, so did Reagan. Yeah. Uh, make America, not oh. Germany. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he also ran. He also admitted in uh, I think it's in Mein Kampf uh-huh. that you, if you repeat the same lie over and over again, it becomes true. It doesn't matter how big it is. That was also Goebbels' thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's. I, I just want Spencer wants to love everyone, and Spencer I, I, does well, love I everyone. Do, I just I've never felt this way, yeah. and it's really bothering me. Yeah. It's it's actually starting to cause like anxiety. Sure. And I think and, it is for a lot of people and stress. And it's not. I'm not necessarily anxious that he'll get elected again. I'm just anxious that this is going to continue. That this, 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 uh, this division, dis- disdain for these people that I love is going to continue. And I don't. I don't like that. We're incredibly divided. Uh, I. I mean, the number one culprit is social media. Well, yeah. More. More than Trump. You know. Yeah. More than Trump, it's social media. Um, and of course, fake accounts. Like, I'm, I'm sorry if you don't think you were influenced. <laughs> you're wrong. We all were. I, I, it's just the way it is. Um, I think that's. Sorry, I'm plugging my computer in because it's about to die. Um, that's another thing that bugs me. Is people's lack of of knowledge. This whole fake news argument. Right, it's ruined everything. It takes, and, yeah. and to just say oh, that's fake news that didn't really happen. Yeah, but no, it happened. But it did, yeah. and that's just yeah. I, I have a hard time processing that. I guess. Yeah. So as I explain the impeachment, uh, you should understand that <laughs> I'll be under the table. <laughs> nothing's really going to happen. Okay. Nothing's going to okay, happen. Okay, I'm going to give you my opinion on that as soon as you, go ahead. Tell, tell, other, tell us, tell us about the opinion. other this other than a stain on his reputation. Oh yeah, like <laughs> um, nothing's. He's not going to be removed from office, uh, and I'll explain why. Uh, he, it's just it's just going to be a bad mark. But even <laughs> he's grabbed my thigh. Even even if even with that though, Clinton was impeached. Yeah. And how much has that followed him around? Is that what people talk about with Clinton? No. no. People talk about that he balanced the budget, had zero deficit. No, come on. That's not entirely true. They talk about the blowjob. Yeah, that is like... But they don't talk about the impeachment. <laughs> no, no, no. They talk about a blowjob. Right. Right? People think he was impeached because of... A... No, he was impeached because he lied. he lied. But at least he was contrite when he came before the Senate. He said, I'm sorry. Yeah. I lied. <laughs> you can understand why, I hope. <laughs> you know? Which is probably why some Republicans... Voted to not <laughs> remove him from office because they're like, you know what? I understand this guy. 
I, I get it. <laughs> um, it seemed like a good idea at the time. There's a comedian that talks about that. So the Constitution is fairly vague on um, impeachment. There are only two actual crimes listed, treason and bribery, um, and then high crimes and misdemeanors, um, which, it, depending on which constitutional researcher you talk to, high crimes and misdemeanors are either defined or they're not. So what the Democrats charged the president with for impeachment is abuse of power by using his office to influence the actions of Ukraine mm-hmm. to uh, interfere in our election. And the second article was um, obstruction of Congress because he refused to let anybody from the executive branch testify and didn't turn over any documents. So that's what the House of Representatives, the Democrats, charged him with. Right. And they voted on whether or not to impeach him, which impeachment means sending it to the Senate for trial. It does not mean removal. Right. It now goes to the Senate where lawyers will literally argue in front of the 100 senators as a jury we don't know for how long. We don't even know if witnesses are going to be called at this point. Um, but ultimately, the Senate votes, and it has to be a, a majority, a 67 majority, to remove the president from office. We're never going to get there uh, unless something bombshell comes out, which, shit, man, a lot of bombshell shit's come out. It hasn't changed anybody's mind. Um, it, nothing's getting – he won't be removed from office. Right. Um, but two things that I would like to say. First, the Republicans have consistently argued, why are you guys in such a hurry? Why don't you let your subpoenas go through the courts? And I'll give you an example as to why that's a problem. Trump had his tax records subpoenaed by the New York Southern District, what, a year ago? Mm -hmm. The Supreme Court's going to decide that case. Guess when they're going to decide it? I think it's June of this year or next year. June of 2020. So if we subpoenaed, let's say, Michael Bolton. Mm -hmm. Not Michael Bolton. (laughs) John Bolton. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, sure. I mean, he might have been involved. John Bolton. Or Mick Mulvaney. Mick Jagger. (laughs) Michael Bolton's going to be at the center (laughs) of all of this. (laughs) If we subpoenaed them now, we wouldn't get them to testify before the House of Representatives until September of 2021, maybe. Yeah. Because it's got to work its way all the way through the courts. The Supreme Court takes a break. They're not always in session, right? I don't. I don't know. They plus, have like plus they only like take up course uh, cases they feel like doing. Yeah, they take one percent, which is so freaking weird. If like, even yeah. oh, okay, I guess we could look at this. Which I mean, it's supposed to. It's kind of how it's supposed to work. A lower court has already decided this, guys. Right. You know, no, this doesn't need to come before us. The, the lower court is just as capable as us. Right. As figuring out the law. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the, so that is the reason that it might have felt rushed. Right. If if they waited for subpoenas, it would never happen. And the scary part about that is if you genuinely believe that the president is going to ask for foreign interference in the elect in the election, if you really have that fear, as I think most Democrats do and even some Republicans, mm-hmm. if you really think that he could possibly solicit interference, then the election is fixed. Right. We can't have a fair election, which is the whole point. If we cannot have fair and free elections, then there's no point to this democracy, to this republic, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a reason behind trying to go fast because the election is right around the corner. It's less than a year away. Right. So I I don't – 
I don't know how people miss that logic. Whether or not you agree with the Democrats on the on whether or not it's going to happen, you have to understand that the Democrats might feel that way, right? Right. They feel like this might happen, and if it does, there's no point in even having an election. So the other thing is I'm just going to go over the talking point, and the Republicans have used this a lot, that – the Democrats are trying to overturn the will of 63 million people. 63 million people voted for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And that they're, Correct me if I'm wrong, but there's 350 million people in the U.S. <laughs> first, first, actually, it's 400 million, if I remember. First of all, yes, not everyone votes. Very few people <laughs> vote, actually, relative. Um, 63 million people voted for Trump, and their argument is that the Democrats are simply trying to overturn the election. But it's funny to me that the Democrats all of a sudden care about the popular vote. Because 66 million people voted for Hillary Clinton. So, which is it? 66 million people voted against Trump. Right. But now you're saying the Democrats are trying to overturn 63? <laughs> you, can't, you can't use that argument both ways. Right. So, and second of all, besides the flaw in the argument, that is absolutely not what they're trying to do. They're using their constitutional duty. You do understand that Mike Pence would be president. Yeah, I don't. It seems like they just want to. Who is he's I, further I, right I, than I, Trump? I really don't understand why Trump is neither Republican nor Democrat. You have to understand that, right? Trump is Trump. Mike Pence is a very far right Republican. Trump is not a fucking Republican. He's not a Democrat. He has liberal things like infrastructure. Demo- uh-huh. Republicans hate infrastructure. No, no, no. We do not want to spend money on infrastructure. That is Republican. Right. That he's no, I want infrastructure. We need to fix things. That's a very liberal thing to say. Right. You know, he is not a member of either party. He's the definition of independent. And so when they defend him as a Republican and they take they toe this line that he stands for their values. Bullshit. He is not a Republican. If you want a true Republican in there, impeach him and make Mike Pence the president. Then you would have a real Republican asshole at the helm. (laughs) You know, so I would take Pence over Trump. Absolutely. Any day of the week. I think that Pence is very far right. I think that he is uh, pushing moral limits, Uh but he's not insane. Insane. He doesn't say crazy shit all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't tweet. Right. So all of that being said, it'll go to the Senate. Um, by the way, it should be noted that the Senate also has the option to dismiss the case upon arrival, which only takes 51 votes, No, which they could get. Cool. There's only one Republican I know of who might not vote to dismiss, and that's Mitt Romney. Yeah. Which, if Mitt could stir up a caucus of Republicans to pull a fast one here. Stir up a caucus will be at Warped War this year. I mean, you can, you can w- look up clip. After clip of high-profile Republicans talking mad shit on President Trump. Oh, yeah. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Mitt Romney. Mike Lee. The, well, not Mike Lee. <laughs> no, he's literally a uh, dog. Ted Cruz. Oh, like, yeah. You, just, just go to YouTube and type in Republican senator talking bad about Trump. And it will take you back to mid-2016 where Lindsey Graham is calling him a race baiter and a bastard and evil. Mitt Romney's calling out his university for being fake. That was actually while he was president, you know. Right. So 
when I say that I feel like most Republicans are spineless, I mean it because they are not standing up to a guy who's destroying their party. Yeah, I really don't. It's it just seems weird to me that I just don't get what their end game is. And like, I, what is what is the plan? Like, what what is it that they expect Trump to do other than never I, leave office, like abolish abolish term limits right. and fix the election? Like, what? Here's and the, then and then what does that do for him? Just make him money? Right. Like, I don't know. Here's the biggest difference I see between the majority of Republicans and the majority of Democrats. It feels like that the majority of Democrats or a good chunk of – I'm sorry, Republicans. Majority of Republicans or a good chunk of them feel that all Democrats are evil. That's what my grandma thinks. Yet not all or even a chunk of Democrats think all Republicans are evil. I don't want to see the GOP go away. I feel like competing parties is what keeps it balanced. Well, this is not the GOP. No, it's not. Right and that's my point, is that if Trump continues to do these things, the GOP will die. Because people like Jeff Flake leave the party. Mm-hmm. John McCain, he died, but he was probably going to be done. You know, People, these real Republicans who have real Republican values, don't have a spine. That's the thing that's weird, though, is the the people... That like my grandma, she's always been a Republican. What what is she seeing? Yeah. I don't. What? I don't want that party to go anywhere. I think it's important to have checks and balances amongst parties. I'm I'm all for having more parties. The way it is in most other countries, mm-hmm. there's more than two parties. I'm fine with that. But I think that having that is kind of what. Unfortunately, that's the system we have, mm-hmm. and it's and it's working, and. My fear is that Democrats think that all Republic- or Republicans think that all Democrats are evil to the point where they legitimately want to consolidate power to one party. Right. That's scary as shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a guy on Facebook who told me that he said that all Democrats are evil. Then my grandma told me that. Yeah. And I said, uh, <laughs> I think I said something about Trump's life in general. You know, he he firmly believes that if Trump gets reelected that he'll be assassinated and that will be the end of the country. This guy on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't understand the rationale for Democrats being evil because it seems like the things that they want are more on the end of Christian values than Christians want to believe everything except for abortion. And that's the one that Republicans will continue to use. And that's it. That's it. That is all. They might, a staunch Republican might bring up gay rights. Oh, well, um, whatever. And fa- uh, family values, quote unquote. And um, and uh, people like Jim Jordan, who was in rights. on sex assault, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he looks like a used car salesman. He's an awful person. Yeah. Um. I I think that Mitch McConnell is the definition of evil. I think he's the emperor. <laughs> he after he's been shocked, obviously. I think that the difference between Trump and Mitch is that Trump thinks he's doing the right thing. Mitch knows what he's doing is bullshit. Mm -hmm. Tell me this. Can you name, imagine for a second that a juror in the O.J. Simpson trial came out to the steps of the courthouse before the trial has even begun Uh and said, I don't even plan to be a fair juror. I know he's innocent. Mm. Imagine. Right. Would Would a judge let him stay? No. Would the prosecution let him stay? This is exactly what Mitch and Lindsey Graham have done. 
Oh, They've yeah. gone on national TV and already said how they're going to vote before a trial. It's like they it's like they they own the the legislative and executive branch have merged and yeah. it's it's yeah, there's no know, separation of good, powers. Man. Yeah, uh, Mitch pledging to do whatever the White House tells him to do, following the counsel of the White House, that's not separation of powers. No. That's consolidation of power. Yeah. That's that's Palpatine. I am the Senate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's the best analogy we have. George Lucas was onto something. Oh, yeah. You know? No, for real. I just... If you... It's... <laughs> if you watch... It's stunning. Uh, if you watch all of Star Wars and you um, think of the Empire as being the United States, it's yep. pretty fascinating because... Well, even this last episode of The Mandalorian is when I think they're probably doing it on purpose because of our sure. our situation right now. But he's like, what was wrong? Because there's this undercover old Empire guy. He's like, what was wrong with the Empire? The Empire brought peace and prosperity and trade and, and and you know, to, to everywhere it went. Now there's just war and bloodshed. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anakin was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I – I just oh, but really though, when you look at the Jedi as like terrorists, yeah, or or because they want peace and love in the galaxy. I mean, they'll fight for it, but uh, the, and then the Empire is just like we we want control, we want money, we want power, and uh, but hey, why people just, they don't see that? Yeah, as this, I just ask people as the Senate starts to take this up, just ask yourself if you think that. Someone like Mitch McConnell or Lindsey Graham, who have already said how they feel, can actually be fair and impartial because that's what they're mandated to do by their oath. Well, is it pre, uh, pre-election? Uh, <laughs> pre, yeah, pre-election, Lindsey? Yeah, because he has a lot of bad words for Trump. So. He really does. If you want to see something absolutely fascinating, just look up what Lindsey Graham said about Trump before <laughs> before the election yeah. and now. Oh, yeah. It is it's, stunning. Yeah, it is. Absolutely stunning. He did not like him. Well, he yeah. still probably doesn't. Here's my take on impeachment. Um, I think it was the wrong thing to do. Yeah. I think that uh, I understand what Trump did. Um, I also wonder at the same time if Obama, Bush, and Clinton are like pl- tugging at their collar. <laughs> you know, like. That's true. You can't impeach an ex president, like, by the way. Like maybe, you know, maybe what. Trump did is something that probably happens a lot and it's possible you know and we just have someone that really wants Trump out of office that blew the whistle it's certainly possible but does that make it any more right no I'm not saying that but what I am saying is that this is painting the Democrats as petty and it's painting them in uh, it's not good for them I think in the the long run it's this close to an election it's definitely a gamble oh yeah the question is, whose base is going to get more fired up here? The right. Republicans. Well, right now. But when the Senate acquits the president. Then the Republicans will will go crazy and say, we told you. Or they'll, or they'll go back to their apathetic ways. Yeah. These are people who never voted before. Yeah, that's you know? true. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I can't say whether or not I think it was the uh, a good thing to do in terms of politically, but I feel like it was um, – I genuinely think it was them doing what they felt was right. 
Oh, I hope so. I don't. I don't know though. At the same time, it's like Nancy Pelosi, I don't know about her. Like that just seemed. She's. There, I mean, uh, there's a lot of people on that side that I still think are full of crap. Well, they're politicians. Yeah, I mean, and uh, uh, I don't know. They're I just, politicians, but at, at some point, I do ask myself: um, these are clearly successful people, right? Right. Um, you have to. You have to ask yourself. Do you really think people in office, and that includes people like Mike Lee for you and I, mm-hmm. do you really think that they don't love the country? No. No. I think, of course they do. Right. Of course they do. The only person who I think is genuinely doing something wrong here is Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. I genuinely think he knows what he's doing is wrong. He knows it's bullshit. He knew what he did to Merrick Garland was bullshit. He's admitted that if a Supreme Court justice dies or resigns now, that he would absolutely confirm one in an election year. He said that. He knows that he's wrong. He's evil. That's evil. That is the thirst for power. That is not, that is not public service. I think that Trump is a public servant. I think he loves the country. I think he's doing what he thinks is right. I just disagree with him wholeheartedly. <laughs> On what is right. Right. You know, I, I, there are times when I think, yes, he's racist, you know, um, but race, racism doesn't uh, define all of his policies, mm-hmm. you know. So I, like I said at the beginning, nothing's going to come of this. The Senate will either dismiss or acquit unless a miracle is pulled off by Mitt Romney, <laughs> um, you know, because there, I, I know there are Republicans who would love to get rid of him. That's what they all want to, as far as I can tell. I mean, I don't know. It just There's a couple weird, who but... I think would like to live with him. McConnell, Lee, oh, geez, so Gates. I don't know. Those are those. Jordan, which is a, he's representative. And on your point of divisiveness. Yeah. Uh, I think that social media is the biggest culprit. And I, I'm fairly confident that if social media was as big as it is now during Bush, mm-hmm. post Going into Iraq. Right. I mean, his, his approval rating was like 99% post 9-11. Right. And then it tanked dramatically after the war in Iraq started. I'm pretty sure Ooh. the amount of rhetoric would be just as bad during Bush. I mean, the, it got Obama elected. Yeah, that's true. Right? So social media, I think, plays a massive role. And guess who knows it? Trump, for some reason. Russia. Oh, Russia. And, and Trump. Yeah. We need to take a break, and maybe, yeah, that was was long. We had a lot. See, this is what happens when we don't, uh, geez, it's almost like 11. Makes for better episodes. Anyway, we'll be right back. What? Who? Oh, okay, sure, put him through. This is the president. Hi, Mr. Ge- uh, Mr. President. I- I'm really sorry to bother you. Look, uh, I'm in a bit of trouble. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, they, uh... Someone got some supposed evidence on me doing something illegal. Um, uh... Well, did you tell everyone you didn't do anything wrong? Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, did you then go on the attack and swap the accusations to make yourself a victim? Did, did I what? Oh, jeez. Darvo, Randy. Deny, attack, reverse victim, and defender. All right, let's role play. You be your accusers and I'll be you. Okay, go. 
Uh, um, hey, you, you blew up people's yards who were growing their own marijuana. No, I didn't. Are you joking, you psychopath? Now you're blowing up my yard. Go ahead, try another one. You, you illegally damage property and make your business... You damage property to make your business more profitable, you lying sack of shit! I'm not gonna be bullied by you! See? It's really not that hard, just takes a little chin wiggle. Jeez, you're really good at that. Look, what I really need from you is some personnel. Do you know any good lawyers? Do I know any good lawyers? No, but I do know Rudy Giuliani. Hey, hey, fuck you! The fuck you, Rudy? You finished cleaning up those pistachio nuts yet? Yeah, that's all of them, Mr. President. Listen, Randy, I'm gonna throw you a bone. You just sit tight and I'll help you take care of this. This is a Outtake Podcast. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines. We're back. All right, I'm only uh, I only got two random headlines today because uh, we got other stuff we got to talk about before we wrap this up. Um, the first one is uh, well, it's out of somewhere. I can't. <laughs> I don't see where it's uh, Florida. It's got to be Florida. Uh, what the heck is it? Oh, Water, Waterloo Cedar Falls? I don't know. Anyway, so um, this guy, uh, don't you? Oh, it's Iowa. An Iowa man is trying to regain custody of a young coyote that he says has become his emotional support animal. Huh. Coyote. This animal's dog in a coyote's body. I actually, <laughs> if I, <coughs> uh, coyotes are... Aren't they in the dog Just family? Just a different breed of dog. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, <laughs> like that's like isn't that like saying my okay. German my German Shepherd is like a German Shepherd in a dog's body? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my lab is like a lab in a dog's body. Anyway, oh my gosh, that just reminds me of what did Trump say about the canine? I don't For when uh, when they killed Baghdad, yeah, yeah. he's like the canine. I call them dogs. <laughs> it's such a dumb and dumber moment. <laughs> anyway, uh, these the the man is trying to take away his dog, um, and uh, I don't I don't know why. Just leave the guy alone. Let him have his emotional support coyote and use it. Uh, he wants to keep him as an educational animal. I mean, it looks just like a freaking dog. Yeah, and coyotes aren't really vicious anyway. No, it's not like it's a wolf. Yeah, if it was like a great white, you know, terrier wolf or like whatever a, the hell Like a called. dire wolf. Yeah, <laughs> then maybe, but the coyotes are like, you know. It's like a mix between a yeah. fox and a dog. Yeah, it's, just it's a like little... a Jack Russell terrier. Yeah. Um, Isn't that, it's just racist, you know? It's just <laughs> racist. <laughs> what do you got against coyotes? I don't get it. I don't know, man. Um, he wants to return him to the wild. That's his goal. But uh, then it's just going to get. Wait, shot, the guy so. who has his uh, that's it's his emotional support wants to turn to the wild. That's what he said. Stokes said he's obtained a letter. Oh no, the blah blah blah. Oh no, sorry. Wild Thunder is trying to take it away and return it to the wild. But Stokes said he obtained a letter from his physician. Says that the coyote's an emotional support animal. Who's Wild Thunder? I don't know. That's I legit. wish you wouldn't have asked me that. <laughs> Oh, it's an animal uh, rehab agency. 
you know. All right, Peta. All right, go on. It's not Peta. I know, but it's like it's a it's a coyote that probably has a good time you with know, this guy. Yeah, you know that's what Maybe I return him to the wild. I wonder, you know, because animal rehabbers will often return the animals to the wild, but do animals really have that bad of a life just living with us? No, like, uh, no. In fact, in fact, funny story. Yeah. Uh, Ashley has a friend named John. Okay. And he had this cat growing up. Yeah. And when he moved out, he moved like seven miles away. Uh huh. To a new apartment. Right. And the cat found his way there. Really. And he went and took the cat back. And the cat came back, found his way like like seven miles. Wow. He didn't know John's house. I don't know how he found him. It's amazing. Yeah, that's but crazy. He clearly wanted to be around John. Right. You know, like. I think that's, I mean, my cats lay with me all day. Yeah. My, my dog, Luke, every time I get in bed, as soon as I pull the, sh- the sheet up to my neck, uh-huh. he jumps up and comes and lays on my chest. Really? He has to every single night. I think that they like it. I got, here's a I'm picture. I'm pretty sure they would tell us somehow. <laughs> here's a picture of my birds both passed out on me the yeah, other day. I feel I like mean, they'd either run away or I just, bite you know, us more. Like, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of videos of, uh, like, the guy will find an abandoned robin, and he'll raise it, and the robin comes to him and flies to him, and, you know, basically, but then he's like, I need to release it to the wild. Like, why? Why? It's going to get eaten. Yeah. Just, this life is actually not bad. You disrupt the chain. Yeah, well. We're, we're, it's dinosaurs again. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. By this, the way, foxes and coyotes yeah. look a lot alike. They do. And they are natural enemies. Of course. Isn't that, aren't they rival gangs? Yes. Sounds like a rival the gang. Blood crips. The foxes yeah. and coyotes. Yeah. Um. So my other story is kind of a bigger one, but uh, a 17-year-old girl has been arrested for breaching and climbing a fence, boarding a small plane, and driving it around until it crashed into a building. (laughs) Now, when they say driving it around, that's not at all what happened. Also, this isn't a small airplane. It is, but it's not. Like, when when they say small airplane, you think of, like, a little one-engine two-seater. Like a Cessna. This is a King Air 200, which is a two-seater turboprop... Small, like flying ten, Falcon, ten, ten passenger plane. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not right. It's not a Cessna. This isn't, this isn't your granny's plane, right? And honestly, I did she get I, off the ground? No, no. In fact, there is a video of exactly what happened, <laughs> and uh, it's quite fascinating. All right, <clears throat> here's some guy talking. Yeah, this granny video. Oh, it's a terrible video. Plane oh my gosh. Into a building. Wow, yeah, she was going pretty fast. So, how does uh, a couple of things here with this airplane? Don't you need a key? You do. <laughs> well, maybe not. Do most actually. planes? Do most no. Plane, okay, no, the smaller ones do, but this one may or may not. It's hard to say. But turning a regardless, turning on a plane is not. It's nothing like it's not like a single switch. No, it's not. You yeah. have to prime the well. It just there's a lot you have right. to do. It, you got to stroke the prime. Well, it depends on the plane, but like in my my little one, I had to prime the engine for like two seconds and then turn it off and then turn on the electrical. <laughs> and yeah. Turn on. And then you flip the and hope it it spun up. Right. <laughs> and if it didn't, then you had to wait for it. To, like, it was not like back in the day when you'd like have to go and like. Yeah, pull the propeller basically, down. Basically, basically, uh, we did do that once. 
You can't chop do your that. hand off. Yeah, I don't know why people do it. Anyway, so it's super impressive that she got it turned on. Uh, How do you drive a plane? Is well, it, that's is... that's my second thing. She, I think she only got one engine started, so that would have made her just go in a circle. Correct. But with those kind of planes, uh, you steer with your feet, and she probably didn't know that, yeah. which is probably why she careened into that building. Because it was just going in a circle. Right, and, yeah, right. Because yeah. it's not like you just turn the yoke. No. In fact, the first day of flight school, um, you know, my instructor's like, remember, you, you, you steer with your feet, and I'm still... It doesn't matter because you're not used to right. that, and I'm still with the with the control stick, like ah, turn right. It's like <laughs> no, you got to use your feet, like ah. Eventually, you know, you get it, but right. it, first off, it it goes against like all your instincts when you're on the ground. Hands off the stick, okay? Yeah, you yeah. do. <laughs> it it does nothing do when you're on the ground. Do all planes? No, uh, bigger ones have a little uh, steering wheel on the the pilot side or the oh, really? uh, captain's like side, like a little like a suicide knob. Yes, yes, basically, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that that gets them around, but then they shut it off once they go down, yeah. the, and then they start steering with their feet. Like I think a lot of people think that it's just yeah, you got the yoke, you just turn it. Yeah, you know, uh, you could do that, but if there's no wind going over the control surfaces, right? Then uh, nothing, nothing's gonna happen. So what? What when you just simply turn the yoke? You know, whatever uh, counterclockwise. Uh-huh. What moves on the outside of the plane? Uh, is it the rudder in the back? No, the rudder's controlled by the feet. Okay, so, so it's the same con- that w- that also controls the front wheel. Like yes. Okay. Yes. Um, unless you're on a, um, so is it like one flap goes down or something? Yeah. You know, well, no, it's not a flap. It's an a- um, aileron. Was that, was that the one that comes up? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's you know, it goes like yeah, one yeah, goes yeah. up, one goes down. Yeah. And that tilts the plane, and then. Uh, that's that puts you in the turn, and then yeah. Anyway, yeah, and then do uh, a little bit of rudder but the, action. Yeah, to, exactly. Yeah. And then the rudder points the nose in the direction you want to go. Right. Yeah. Um, Which is why, if you just do the rudder, you just start flying in a diagonal. Right. <laughs> right. Well, oh, hold on. I hate to interrupt you, no, Ryan. No, but uh, I'm just I'm getting something in here. You're getting in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Ooh. What was that? <laughs> Late-breaking pig news. <laughs> what was it called? A group of pigs? A sonder? Sonder? Yeah, that might be right. <laughs> do you like uh, Do you like the pigs? I love the pigs. <laughs> I don't know what that first one was. It sounded it, like Bigfoot. It was a pig squealing. <laughs> um, a pig. Sounder. More pigs. Taking over the world, trying to uh, get rid of us. If you didn't listen to last uh, the last episode, you need to go back now. Yeah. Just turn this one off. Go, go back. listen to random headlines. They're all pig-related. Yep. A pig crashed this journalist's live report. So here's this journalist trying to... Uh, and this pig is just going at him. It's because the light's on him. <laughs> yeah, the pig's just chasing him around, and the dude's like... He just wants to be pet, man. No, he wants to take over the world. That's probably true. <laughs> pig, swine. These pigs. Boar. And then after I read that, of course, I went and Googled wild pigs. And once again, all the results are are, are crazy pig stories. Right. A wild pig uh, attacks population control initiative in Texas. Rare wild hog attacks uh, 
Oh, it's the same story. Feral pigs are invasive. ASF Belgium, wild boar outside the inner zone. <laughs> What's the inner zone? I don't know, man. <laughs> Feral pigs roam the south. Now even northern states aren't safe. Uh, Trapper hired to round up wild pigs tearing through East Bay City at night. Uh, professional trapper hunting down Lafayette's marauding wild pigs. <laughs> I, uh, I'm just saying here, they are here for us. Okay? And they're, uh, they kill. Uh, oh, wait. Here's they a story. People. Here's a story. Feral hogs are actually coming from us. For us. For it, yeah. Oh, yeah. This I is... see in this article from the Washington Post that miscellaneous mammals like horses, pigs, and deer kill 52 people per year. Really? This excludes deaths due to vehicle collisions with these animals. This is violent animal-on-human <laughs> attacks. It's not just choking on bacon here. So the New you York know. Times reports that the wildly destructive invasive species may be plotting to invade northern states, presumably to take revenge on the ignorant urbanites who mocked them. Per the report, ranchers and government officials are keeping an eye on the enemy gathering in Canada, which is apparently doing little to contain their hog population. This is all Canada's fault. They can't keep an eye on their hogs. You know, if the Border Patrol wants to do something in Michigan, they can stop these MF hogs. Yeah, create a hog universe. Yeah, and they'll go. Yep, they'll go. We don't need the hogs, man. Um, So, yeah, pigs are definitely coming to kill us. How many people... Do you think in the United States die from spiders in a year? I don't think it's very many. Do you have – oh, do you have, I have the, the numbers? numbers? Yeah. Uh, ten. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Why are we so afraid of spiders? No, I don't know. I have actually uh, – I've, I've curved. You're curved? more likely to be killed by an, anthrop- an arthropod, like an ant. Oh, really? Non-venomous arthropods. Non-venomous kill nine people per year well there's only a couple spiders that have venom that actually will uh slowly kill you the the most dangerous dangerous animal bees wasps and hornets oh yeah i've heard that kill 58 yeah especially hornets and uh wasps freaking sharks only kill one alligators kill one that can't be right man down in the south alligators are killing a little more people than that you just can't find them (laughs) probably yeah, I don't know. I've kind of, I've kind of gotten over my sp- my fear of spiders. They kind of creep me out a little bit, but I'm trying and I'm um, trying to teach my daughter to not be afraid. Like when she sees one, she'll come and get me. And be like, there's a spider. I'm like, oh, it's so cool. And I'm like shaking as I go to get. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the critter catcher. I, got, I should. Get I should. Key. I haven't had a really opportunity. But I wanted because you know there was always that kid in the neighborhood. Yeah. That let him, you know, like see a wolf spider and like crawl on their hand. Yeah. You know, because wolves. I mean, wolf spiders are venomous, but. It's not enough to do anything. Well, just because a spider's on you doesn't mean it's going to bite. Right. You know? Like, that's true. Like, do you bite I know. everyone you see? You know? <laughs> that's that's excellent rationale, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I, first like, thing you do is like... Every every new surface. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, that's I always, we, that's always bite down clothes. and throw some venom in just to make sure... <laughs> every time I try on a shirt, I bite it first. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know why we're so... Uh, and spiders are actually one of the more uh, beneficial yeah. creatures out there. They kill the they insects. kill other insects like mosquitoes, which serve no purpose why? Oh, yeah. except to feed spiders. There's got to be something... There must have been just a really shitty spider 
back in the day that created <laughs> that caused evolution to for us to be afraid of them. Yeah, there must have just been like a crazy dinosaur spider. You know what it might be? It might be that the spider and other insects are the only creatures really that uh, don't have a resemblance. That's not even the right word to humans. Like when you look at a dog, through the exoskeleton. Yeah, like even a bird skeleton yeah. is very similar to ours. You can't anthropomorphize a spider, right? I mean, if you did, maybe that would make them. Yeah, if you see well, one in your Charlotte's house, Web. Yeah, if you see one in your house, next time you see one in your house, be like, like put a no, like make a voice for him. Be like, oh, I'm just walking along, <laughs> walking along this curtain. You know, <laughs> oh, I fell. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Ah, the shower. Why are you doing that? <laughs> I'm maybe, maybe it's this, maybe it, that. Spiders aren't that deadly in the United States. Maybe there's crazy deadly spiders in like Africa, where we came from. Uh, I and so think that's the evolution. So there's some freaking nasty uh, spiders in Australia. Uh, Australia doesn't count. It's like its own little criminal island. <laughs> <laughs> the ones in South America are like the size of a plate. Did you, you know? see this picture that just came out of Australia? Oh. Almost gagged. Those are huntsman spiders, which are one of the biggest spiders. I almost gagged, for yeah, real. It's pretty nasty. Oh, my gosh. Huntsman? Why am I looking it up now? I don't know, man. <laughs> um, you know what? One of the things I did to kind of get over it is Google cute spiders, and then you'll actually see videos of uh, of pretty cute spiders. Like uh, the jumping spider? It's uh, it's not. It's. I mean, look. He's. he's I'm afraid that. He's it's not the, that bad. It's the four eyes. Don't they have eight eyes? I don't know. Whatever that is there, I don't like it. All right? <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Some of these spiders. Yeah, there's some gross ones for sure. I just, I can't tell if any of these pictures are real. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's, oh, my gosh. See, I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Yeah. Look at the uh, there's there's a watch the dancing spiders the, those are those are cool. This girl has one in her mouth. Why would you Ew, put what that the in your f- mouth? What the girl? Why would you do that? Now we're just go- we're getting see now we know we're at the end of the episode because now we're <laughs> just sitting on Google. Yeah. One more thing since uh, oh my gosh, Star Wars comes out tonight slash tomorrow. Are you going to go see it? Of course. I'm going to see it tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Are they doing any showings tonight? Yeah, there's tons, oh, but yeah. they're all sold out. Midnight tonight? No, you you could have gone at six. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and eight. A- the only reason I'm going at 8 a.m. is because everything else is like sold out tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And so uh, I looked at the theater right by work, and I was like, "Hey, boss." That's not his name, obviously. But he's my boss. So it's like, do you want to go see Star Wars? And he's can, like, "Yeah, let's go." Can they really end the saga? Have you seen how bad the reviews are? No, it got bad reviews, really? It's, it's rotten. Oh, no. But a lot of... Uh, I don't know, because it's very... Is it, is it just that you've talked about this? Huh? Like, look, you're not going to feel the way you felt when you were 10. Well, that might be it. I don't know. Um, that's a, I love that argument that you made. You know, like, it's a, you're not going to feel that way. Sorry, bro. You oh, know? We went down even more. Fifty six percent. I don't know because all the, the other reviewers that I've actually heard talk about it uh, think it was great, and apparently it's made for the fans. So I don't know. Well, that's the one I always look at is the fan rating, which Rotten Tomatoes doesn't even have. It I yet. don't think that it's up till tomorrow. Right. So fifty nine percent right now from critics. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, 
I, I rarely look at the critic review. I usually... The audience score is 88. I go with the masses. Oh, did you find one? Yeah, it's on my app here. It's oh, up. cool. So 88%. So that's good. Yeah, that's reasonable. I don't know. I'm sure it will be entertaining. I mean, I like all of them, even though I know some are better than the others. I know. I just watched the first three, uh, meaning the the in the story, the first three. Right, One, right, two, and right. three. I mean, two is so bad. I I, 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 I I thought one was worse than two, but everyone Did keeps you? telling me that. You know who makes one? Qui Gon Jin, who yes. I, have, I have this feeling in my heart is going to be in this next episode. Well, he's the first one to discover how to live through the Force. Right, right, yes. right. Very good. Uh, so very good trivia. I, think, uh, I don't know, man. I, can I be honest with you? Yeah, I knew Star Wars was coming out, but it was not top of mind at all. It wasn't <laughs> even bottom of mind. Uh-huh. But it was something about this time of year <laughs> that I was like, I want to watch the fucking Star Wars. Right. So I started. I started watching Star Wars. Yeah, I, I watched most of them. Um, but and Disney Plus now, I don't have to buy the hundred dollar pack. I know. I know. You will have to switch over to Netflix to watch. Um, I think the last one. Oh, the one, the in betweeners. Yeah. Yeah. Same with uh, Avengers. Did I tell you that I watched? Was that before? Oh, it was. Man, so I watched. We should probably be done. Anyway, <laughs> real quick, I watched uh, I watched all the Marvel movies, all of them. Oh wow, chronologically, chronologically, not S- release date chronologically, right? But when they took place, how many so, are there? Like twenty nine, twenty two, twenty two. So uh, I I didn't watch the newest Spider Man because uh, whatever Spider Man. Well, it's not it's you know <laughs> the end of the phase, but it's it's whatever. Anyway, was he gonna watch the Tobey Maguire ones? No. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, know, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. Like you get, yeah. So I started at Captain America because it takes place in 1945. Right. And he guessed what was next? Um, no. Captain Marvel. Oh. 1995. Okay. Yeah, and then it goes to Iron Man 1 and so on and so forth. And I got to say, because I, I watched a lot of them during Thanksgiving. I watched them all within probably a week and a half. Wow. Yeah. And... Uh, it made Endgame. I did you I, cry a lot. I did <laughs> a lot more than I was anticipating. Sure, it was way sadder than I remember in the theaters, and yeah. just the 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 payoff for all twenty two movies when uh, when Doctor Strange brings everybody back in that last scene. Yeah, uh, through the portals, the, that payoff is worth all twenty two movies. So if there you go. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, hats off Disney again. They they're killing it. So they are. I guess we should be Good done. Yeah. Well, uh, find us at the Artake Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Spencer's crying right now. <laughs> um, My bad. We are in a band called Rejected Takeoff. We're practicing. This is one of our songs. Uh, once again, thank you to Cold Case Talk podcast with our friend Jake. Uh, listen to that. Um, also find us at theartakepodcast.com. For episode 74, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer, and Michael did it. <laughs>